0: Hello friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're so glad you joined us here for the conversation. Our study of the Gospel of Mark is focusing on the busy, productive, and life-changing work of Jesus in action. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to today's episode of Everyday Truth. We're in a really serious part of the Bible as we talk about the the death of the Lord, His time on the cross, understanding that the whole story is not told in any one of the Gospels. In order to get more of a comprehensive view of the cross, we take the all of the Gospels and we put them together, collate them because they complement each other. But Mark really does provide some Some details that we don't read in in a couple of the other gospels that helped us to understand the love of our Savior on the cross and much of what he went through that is just unthinkable. So here we are in Mark chapter 15, and I, I want you to look at verse number 25 where the Bible says it was the third hour and they crucified him. So the third hour would be, uh, in Roman time, we began at six in the morning, would be nine o'clock in the morning. So Jesus was on the cross at nine o'clock in the morning, and the Bible says in verse 26, and the superscription, the writing of his accusation was written over the king of the Jews. So uh, anytime somebody was crucified by the Roman government, they would list the crime uh, on the on the cross, murderer or thief or insurrectionist or whatever the crime was. So no doubt the the thieves on both sides of the Lord had their crime posted. Here's why these people are being are being executed. But is it not interesting that the crime that Jesus committed was the King of the Jews? Because this was kind of like Pilate's slap in the face to the religious leaders. Because Pilate knew, remember, Pilate knew that these leaders were just playing politics. He knew that they were moved with envy. He knew that Jesus was innocent. Now, he wasn't brave enough, uh, wise enough to take a stand and to listen to his wife's dream and all the many things we talked about. But He also didn't want the Jewish leaders to think that they had bested him because they knew that Pilate knew. Uh, They were game players. So what did Pilate do? Well, Pilate said, well, his crime is he's the king of the Jews. And they pleaded with Pilate, said, no, 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 don't put that down. Just say that he said he was. And Pilate famously said, no, what is written is written. That's what I've written. So think about it. Uh, even Pilate unwittingly testified to the deity of the Lord Jesus on that day. So there he is, Jesus in uh, the that center spot uh, on that cross to one side is the one thief on the other side is the other thief and, and watch the conversation now that ensues. So here we are, Mark chapter 15, verse number 27. And with him, they crucified two thieves, the one on his right hand, the other on his left. And the, and the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, and he was numbered with the transgressors. Amazing. So Isaiah 53, very famous passage of scripture, that, that's where that's a quote from, that Jesus was numbered with the transgressors. In other words, he would not be executed alone but he would be executed along with people that had legitimately broken the law. And the transgressor here, Jesus was numbered with them. Uh, Again, a fulfillment of prophecy, part of the redemptive plan of God. Is it not interesting that as you look at the ministry of Jesus, you look at the many ways by which his ministry fulfilled Old Testament prophecy, many of the things that happened were not things under Jesus' human control. You know, a human being cannot control where he's going to be born. And yet, Jesus was born in Bethlehem, according to the scripture. A human being cannot control what other people do with his clothes while he's hanging on a cross. And yet, the scripture said they would gamble away his clothes. Uh, A human being can't control who else is crucified with him. And yet the Bible says he was numbered with the transgressions, uh, transgressors rather. And so over and over again, we find that the ministry of Jesus Christ in every way fulfilled the Old Testament prophecy and therefore validated the fact that he was indeed the Messiah, the Son of God, to take away the sin of the world. Look at verse number 29 and they that passed by remember we said that Jesus would have been crucified on a major thoroughfare they that passed by railed on him so just the passersby that shouted and mocked and jeered him and they wagging their heads and saying ah thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in 3 days save thyself and come down from the cross, just mocking him, mocking him by saying what they thought he had said. Uh, I will destroy this temple and raise it up again. That was the accusation, remember, that the high priest and the Sanhedrin council had brought to Pilate. He said that he would destroy the temple. He said he would raise it up. Well, that's not true. Jesus never said he would destroy the temple. Now, Would the temple be destroyed? You better believe it. And in 40 years, the prophecy that the temple would be destroyed came true. As Titus, the Roman general and the Roman legion came in and literally destroyed that great uh, temple, the Herodian temple there on Temple Mount. So that did happen. Jesus never said he would destroy it. All Jesus said is if the temple is destroyed in three days, I will raise it up. But he was referring not to the, the building of the temple, the the, the mortar and the, the, the stone. He was referring to his own body. And indeed, in three days, he would raise it up. Uh, the temple of the body of Jesus would come out of that tomb. So they weren't understanding. And yet their misunderstanding did not preclude them from mocking and jeering, from making fun of, the Lord. That's what's happening. Can you imagine the sting of that on top of the pain, on top of the suffering and the nails and the hands and, and all of what Jesus had already suffered and was then suffering? On top of all of that, the very people for whom he was dying, the very people that he was loving by going to that cross are mocking him and jeering him. I know that that seems Uh, So cruel, but let let's face it: you and I are among the mockers. You and I are among those that put him on that cross. Sometimes people ask the question: Well, who killed Jesus? Was it the Romans? Well, yes. Was it the Jews? Well, yes. Was it specifically those Roman guards? Well, yes. Who who killed Jesus? Well, the answer would be we all did because it's our sins that put him on that cross. And then the answer would be nobody because Jesus was not killed in the sense of somebody took his life. No, Jesus laid his life down for us all after he had completed redemption's work. So, wow, it's a much more complex question, isn't it? So here we are in verse Number 31. And the Bible says, likewise, also the chief priests mocking said among themselves with the scribes, He saved others, Himself He cannot save. So who's there at that cross? Well, people that are walking by. Who's there at that cross? Some of these chief priests, some of these religious leaders, these scribes. And they're there mocking. Yeah, he saved others, but he can't save himself. Think about the extent to which these religious leaders have gone. They have arrested Jesus in the middle of the night, they have suborned all these false witnesses. Finally, they have unjustly indicted him, they've tailed him to the praetorium, Uh, they have insisted upon uh, the death penalty. They have riled up the crowd to say crucify him. They have walked out of the city to the cross itself. I mean, these are evil, evil men that are now watching as their nemesis, the one that had taken the popularity that they so desperately wanted, the one that had the audacity to turn over the money tables and and to make them look bad. Now they have their day. As they say, look at him, he saved others, he can't save himself. Such evil here. Verse number 32. Let Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross. So they're saying that in cruel mockery. Oh, let this Messiah, let, let this king, let him, let, let him come off the cross. Uh, And uh, that we may see and believe, boy, if he would just come off the cross, if he would uh, end this suffering, if he would take those nails out and would show his power, then we would believe him, that, that we may see and believe, and they that were crucified with him reviled him. So what's happening? You have these religious leaders that are just pouring it on, mocking Jesus and saying, oh, let the Messiah I'll come down from the cross. Let the king save himself, and then we'll see that, and then we'll believe. No. No, the fact is they would not believe, would they? Uh, they have already rejected him. It reminds me a little bit about, about what that rich man said in hell. Well, if one would rise from the dead, then my brothers would believe. And Abraham said, no, they have Moses and the prophets. They have the scriptures if they don't believe the revealed truth of God, they're not going to. Re- they're not going to. They're not going to believe what they can. This miracle, miraculous thing that they will see. See, these religious leaders, they had seen Jesus do miracles, they had seen the signs and wonders, and yet they had not believed. So what they were saying now was not true. No, they were part and parcel to the rejection of the Messiah on that day. Wow that's all the time we have I, I hate to cut us off right there but uh, we're gonna we're gonna stop there remind me if you think about it to talk about what Jesus said in those first three hours on the cross we're about to see something that he says here but there's a couple of things that are listed in the other gospels I want to mention as well but we don't have time to uh, talk about that right now so we'll come back to verse number uh, 33. Uh, Next time together, hope you'll join us for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy everyday truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.